Oh, hi there. What's up, you? It's been a while. It hasn't it? Uh, sorry, everyone. I fell off um, a cliff and have only just uh, stitched my body back together, and that's why we have been here. And I've been in a dark Your whole life? <laughs> it's only just been a recent occurrence. Um, this is the Salmon Spinster Podcast. Back from the dead. Resurrected. Uh, I'm Gretchen, your Psalm. Uh, I'm Haley, your spinster. Hey, Gretchen. Yeah. Uh, hey, Gretchen. Oh, hi. Uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. How's life? What's, uh, what's new? What's been happening? Um, we have been... I feel like fighting sickness here, which I know you were just sick I too. had a terrible cold. Yes. We were going to yeah, record and ours. then I couldn't breathe through my nose. Yeah. So ours is like very, the kids have had like snotty noses, which, which, what kid doesn't have a snotty nose, but I, I definitely like feel it a little bit. I love children, but, even when they're slightly sticky. I know. I love, There's an airplane passing was, outside my window. So sorry about that. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it be like. Ezra, I never, Ezra, I always put like toys in his mouth, but Eliana, like constantly, it's like nose to mouth, nose to mouth. We were at the library today, and she literally went over to a chair she was just sitting on, wiped it with her hand, and put her hand in her mouth. Ooh. Like she's just like that, that gross two year old. She's so gross. <laughs> I don't have to do. <laughs> know what to do. I'm so disgusted. Uh, but she's cute. She has a little tiny voice. So do do hand sanitizer. Wipe her hands down constantly with hand sanitizer. But then she'll try to stick her hands in her mouth and she'll be like, yucky. Uh, actually, that might be. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm actually going to try that. <laughs> I always see the diaper bags that have like that little like, cute little hand sanitizer, you know, holder on the outside. I should try that. We yeah. we have a cousin. I can't remember which cousin it was, but uh, one of her children was back talking to her and she was like, you better, you you better not wa- use words like that or I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. And she did. Uh, she talked back. And so she just took like a little dot of hand sanitizer and put it on like the tip of her tongue and her child freaked out. And oh, now, gosh. and I'm just like, now yeah. that's some creative parenting. That was a phrase we used a lot in my house growing up. I don't, I never, it never happened to me. I was, though I'm really surprised. I back talked a lot. Um, I think, I thought Kiga had it happen to her once. She'll have to, she'll, I don't know, I'll have to ask her. Um, but yeah, that was definitely used in that term where that like threat was used a lot around our house. I, oh man. Even as a child, like, I understood the concept. Like, you say bad words, ergo, your mouth is tainted. Ergo, you're you're going to have your right. mouth washed out with soap. But my child brain was just like, I'm still capable of saying bad words, though. Like, yeah. I remember my mom used to tell my um, brothers, instead of, like, saying bad things to each other, I'm like, well, just tell him he's a sweetie pie. And I used to think that was so... So my you know, younger brothers would be yelling at each other. I'm like, Joe, you're such a sweetie pie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh. But there's a part of me is like, 
even though it sounds like it's better, they still mean it in a mean way. So therefore, is it still, is it much better? Because they still mean it. You know what I, I mean? think if anything, your mom and dad just got a good <laughs> laugh out of it. Probably. It was really funny because they'd be so serious. And you're like, you know, whatever, probably four or six years old yelling at each other. I remember uh, I was at my ex-boyfriend's house and his little brother uh, his little brother was mad mad at him for about something and uh, he stomps up the stairs and he's just like he turns around and he's like you're a chicken he stomps up a few more steps in a pot pie (laughs) (laughs) and it's like wow that's there's no, there's no coming back from that insult. No, like, yeah. oh my god! Like, not, I, not only have you established that you're a coward, a chicken, if you will, but you, you have yeah. been cooked and prepared into a pot pie. So. Yeah. So hot new insult. Oh man. Like it, love it, gotta have it. Oh man. Um, little kids. Uh, how is? You're recovering uh, from your I'm sickness. I'm recovering. I was down with the sickness. I'm yeah. no longer. <laughs> um, I'm doing fine. I uh, We have a point system at my job. So if you, even if you call in sick, you get like points. And if you get a certain amount of points, you get fired. Um, oh. Yeah, it's a real dystopia. Um, and... Uh, I was good. I was a good noodle. I showed up to work on time for like two months. And so when you, uh, after a month, you get a point taken off if like you're on time to work and stuff and you don't call out sick. Um, and then I miss I just one Saturday I call out because I was feeling terrible and I got those two points put back on and I was just like, what? Ugh! Is it because it was a Saturday? Yeah, that was Saturdays are considered high season. But the, what's frustrating is right right now it's the off season. So we have right now there's probably forty people employed in our bakery. So it's like there was plenty of staff members. Like they're they're only keeping about oh. twenty people on the roster because that's the what the budget allots for to keep people employed. Um, so it's like you had 20 other people that like, and I called like a couple hours, like a, cl- a couple of hours before my shift and I could have been like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm calling out so you can call somebody else to come in. Yeah. Um, but if you have like, that's the thing with being, you're like working with food too. There are like certain health codes that you have to follow too yeah. when you're sick. So that's surprising. I still have the point system for that. I, but. yeah, it's, it's convoluted. Um, yeah, yeah. I have your children enjoy the show Paw Patrol. <laughs> yes, they like just started getting into it. I like was re- really reluctant because I don't like dumb and stupid shows. I, is it dumb and stupid? <laughs> uh, it's not the worst. It's definitely not the worst, but I, yeah, it's something about little kid shows. I just get annoyed with sometimes. Uh, I saw this, uh, well, I saw your kids doing the little, the little thing, uh, the Instagram filters where it tells you what character, oh, yeah. and I thought it was thought really, was really cool. cute, um, uh, and now your son thinks he's a dog, and so does your daughter, yes. um, but I'm sending you this article right now, uh, uh, it's called Why Kids Love Fascist Cartoons, like Paw Patrol okay, I, I pulled it and up Thomas, yeah. uh, and it's from CNN, and, um, 
I just thought it was interesting, and I would like your take on it. It says, um, Paw Patrol, the show about a group of rescue dogs led by a boy named Ryder, is a regular source of complaint among parents and of adoration among their kids. Um, BuzzFeed called the show terrible and pointed to instances of gender and social inequality that go unchecked on the show in The Guardian Rider is described as a megalomaniac with an implied unstoppable god complex. Do you find that to be true? Huh. I mean, I guess... Is he, like, is Ryder the chief chief of dog police? Yeah, I mean, he's, like, the point of contact for a lot of dogs, but it is kind of funny because the dogs are, like, pretty capable of doing everything by themselves and he just kind of takes the calls and like tells them what to do but they definitely are capable to do it by themselves i mean are they so i guess i could see that the paw patrol dogs unionized i here's the thing i know very little of the 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 ppcu the paw patrol cinematic universe could you walk me through the concept of paw patrol and the characters please so granted i don't like follow it like hardcore and that's super fan of Paw Patrol <laughs> but from what I gather there's like a town that has a mayor who has a pet chicken is the mayor also a dog <laughs> nope the mayor's a person so the only the only animals oh there's more animals but like let's see okay so the mayor is a human and then she's like good and there's like townspeople and there's a couple other is like, she good though is any politician truly good <laughs> well she's good compared to this other mayor which apparently is from a town next door who's like this evil guy he's not super evil he's just kind of dumb and he has cats which that does that's cats in the subliminal light. way to be yeah, subtle paw patrol I know, I know. Isn't, so he does have his guy, cats, but... Who's the guy I always go to your mom's house and he's there and he's like, he's either friends with Kyle or like, and he's like, he's like local politics in West Michigan, oh. right? Aaron? Who? Is that who? Who, Aaron? I, maybe. That's like, that's Kyle's like best friend, Aaron? Yeah, he runs, he's like, works in the government. Maybe we could, let's get yeah. him on a conference call he's a, and see. He's a, he's a state rep. Oh, yeah. cool. Wow. Yeah. I think his his term is almost up. He has maybe less than a year left. Does our podcast yeah. endorse him? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Just kidding. It endorses him as a friend, but we have to evaluate his political stances first. No, he has, he has good political stances. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of his best friend so I had to go all right um and you have to think more so like the dogs rescue people and then Ryder is like their boss i don't really know what his because he's not like their owner so it is like a weird relationship and then so they go help these people here and there when there's issues going on like that old the bad mayor will attack the good town or the mayor's chicken will get stuck in a tree or something you know, and the dogs go help. So that's about it. There's like a fire dog. There's Mark. Okay, I do know all the names. Chase is a police police dog. Marshall's the fire fighter. Sky drives a helicopter. I don't actually know what she does, but she is the only female 
dog. Does she have eyeliner um, and wear pink? So it's, she's all pink. That's one thing that well, does bother me. She's well, all pink. How how would how else could you tell that she's a girl, Gretchen? It's true. Because if she was wearing a boy know. color, well, like green or literally any other color, then well, there's another dog. We wouldn't be named, able to know. There's another dog named Everest who's a girl and doesn't wear quite as much pink. She's like, she's a husky. I'm gonna. I'm looking up reference photos. And right she now. lives out. She's wearing like green and orange, but she does have like pretty eyelashes, so you can tell that she's a girl. Uh Yeah. You know, having and she's more of a purple color. I'm gonna send you links to like all just like the worst like dichotomies of gendered <laughs> animals in children's cartoons and just you'll just see it like like regular animals look normal if they're boys and then they have eyeliner and wear bows if they're girls. Yeah. And also occasionally yeah. boobs. Like, do you remember seeing the movie Happy Feet for the first time? And, like, the girl <gasps> penguins yes. had cleavage, but they yep. didn't, but they did. And I was, like, I think it, I was 14 yeah. when I saw that movie, and I just felt very uncomfortable. I was just, <laughs> I like, that. why does that penguin have cleavage? I remember my mom not liking that because it was just, like, a little, little, little sexual for kids to be watching. It's but not, I guess she just she like picks up on like that those subtle innuendos and stuff. It was just because she's a mom. She's good about that. But it it um, wasn't even that it was like too raunchy. Like there's a way to make your there's a there's a way to make a kids film raunchy, Gretchen. That's respectable. Yeah. But just like <laughs> they just they put cleavage on a penguin. That's not right. Also watch any of the Ice see. Age movies and like if there's like a romantic Yeah, that was the, the other for one. For sloths, the, all the sloth women had weird yeah. boobs and it's it's nightmarish because it's like they have these appendages that are boob-esque but it's like you know they don't function the same way. Mm-hmm. But it's like the you know cuz what's frustrating is at the end of the day there was a team of character designers sitting in a room being like how do we make this sloth sex sexually attractive to straight men? I gotta, and it's like, come on, guys, let's think, let's think. Give the sloth eyeliner. We're gonna give her a perm and titties, and it's just like, oh yeah, we did it, gang. Yeah. We get high fives, <laughs> high fives. I'm trying to think of some other movies that like we watched recently. Oh, like Zootopia. That's kind of I mean that's a modern one, but there's some in there. Giselle the um, Shakira antelope. Yeah. Or maybe she's a gazelle. She's the only Zootop- Zootopia woman with hair. Yeah. And Zootopia is actually pretty interesting because Judy Hopps, like, she has a feminine body, but I would argue that she does not have – she's, like, skirting a very dangerous line. But if you look yeah. at the other female animals in there, like – Mm-hmm. They look like they do not have any sort of animal so boobs. Um, I'm trying to get some other ones here. Uh, some, some terrible offenders are like any Don Bluth film is going to have terrible animal dimorphism. Um, so, you you know, you're, you're uh, the animal, an American tale. Um, yeah, that's what I was looking at. Let's look at Aristocats. Aristocats is oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that one was okay. There are no sexy animals in there. All the, Tom O'Malley. No. Oh. Um, Balto. Balto, yes. I just remember Jenna. Jenna. Like super. She was cute. 
She was cute, but she, she had yeah, a she bandana. Just felt a little different. She was like very, very feminine compared to the other ones, uh, which I guess you have to. She's a dog. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get that. Um, um, gosh, I feel like there was a movie that I was watching or a show that I was watching, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. Oh, okay. Here's here's one that's kind of funny. Do you remember the movie um, Barnyard? It was a Nickelodeon. <gasps> yes. So oh, I hated that so movie. So what was controversial about that movie was like. <laughs> So my so Milo, the main character, he's a boy cow, but he has udders. Yes. Oh, sorry. That's like you as a <laughs> being a, a a child farmer is. Did you consider yourself a farmer growing up? You were a child farmer. You were an illegal yeah. child farmer. Um, yeah. So you you would know of all people about like cow boobs and which cows have boobs and which ones don't. Um. So. There was, like, a weird kind of resurgence of, because they made the Barnyard movie, and everybody's like, why does this boy cow have udders? Because that's a girl cow thing. Um, And then they made the TV show, which was dumb. It was was by the same people who made um, Jimmy Neutron. So it had kind of that same flavor of dumb. But then recently, like, a group of people were just like, Milo has udders because he's a trans cow. He's a he's a female to male trans cow. And that's that's the only logical explanation and like a bunch of people like tweeted the creators like like Milo's a trans cow. Say it's true and they're like, "Yeah. <laughs> he's a trans cow." Sure. But yeah. like all the guys have them though. It's not just Milo. I guess all of them all, do. all the all the so, all the uh, male cows on that show are trans men. And that's the only logical explanation. I guess so. I just remember that driving me crazy. I was like, wait, but that's, but they're, that doesn't make, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> they're all trans men, Gretchen. And you uh, need to respect I remember, their parents. I had this thing though growing up, like, I liked like the Lion King and like any animated movie with talking animals for the most part. Um, but I didn't like the live action talking animal movie. Live action talking animal movies are very cursed. Yeah, like I still have not watched the live action Lion King movie. I will not watch the live action. Or Jungle Book. Or I really haven't watched any of the live action ones. I think the only one is Beauty and the Beast. That one was okay. Yeah. But, oh man, kids movies are weird though. What's the worst kids movie you've seen recently? Um, actually, it was a show. And how excited are your children's for the next <sighs> Minion movie that's coming out? Oh, my gosh. I don't think they know it exists. But every time we go to my mom's house, um, he knows that she has it. He asks to watch it every time. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a show. I think it's on Amazon Prime. It could be even on Netflix. It's called, like, Super Truck or something. Oh, my gosh. I was like, as I was like, oh, I had to watch it. I was like, okay. Like, I think he's watched this before. I try to watch a little bit of their shows with them um, so I can figure out, like, what they are. I don't like them just watch anything. Anyway, the show, though, it has, like, a narrator. And it's not really good, very good animation either. But uh, the truck and the cars don't talk. And they just kind of make, like, weird noises. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's, like, so weird. And it's really dumb. Have you, on Netflix right now, there's a little show called Go Go Corey Carson. <gasps> I love that, that show. <laughs> my, oh my gosh. My, I, oh. I have no small children to hang out with. And I was just 
other adult friends of mine were like, have you seen Go Go Corey Carson? I know. And I was like, no, oh, what is it. that? And so we watched. And first of all, it's just, it's perfect. It's eight minute episodes. That's great. Yep. That's all you need. The the yep. design is beautiful. The jokes are really funny. I know. I really liked it. The character designs like, are adorable. Like I like it when it was so creative. I, I love like, it when children characters are voiced by children. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought it was super creative because, like, I don't know, it was just so cute. Like when he takes his bath, there's like that little roller, so it's not like a typical bath. Yeah. It's like built it's for cars. Buffer. That's the other thing is like, I like how they really made it for cars because there's some, there's one show that, um, as I watch, which is a cute show. It's called Stinky and Dirty. And the animation's like kind of cute, but the house is only cars that live there, but the houses all have human doors. And I'm like, what? They're cars. <laughs> Why would they have human sized doors? That always confuses me. Anyway, but this Corey Carson has like, it's all for cars. Like everything's built and adjusted for cars and it's super cute. And he has a little sister, which is like my kids. Yeah. And it's just really yeah, cute. And I really like it. They're nice to each other. And yeah. I, like, I've I like how he goes <laughs> to a motor story school. Yeah. And just like, like all the cute. car puns. I love a show that embraces yeah. puns. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Um, but. So. That's we makes support Go Go Corey Carson. We're still on the fence about Paw Patrol and its fascist propaganda. Yeah. Um, uh does here's a question i feel like it's pretty normal for little boys to want to be policemen or firefighters or astronauts when they grow up does azariah has he shown interest in being something when he grows up not really he just wants to have big muscles like his dad so okay do you think that's achievable like what that's achievable well do you think he could have big muscles like his dad (sighs) I don't know. When I told him the other day, <laughs> I said, Azariah, you know, someday you might have big muscles like dad. And he just like laughed with glee. Like he was so excited. So. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that's a pretty, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's a pretty cool. Yeah, he could do Why it. Why not I big think. muscles like mom? Like I. I actually asked him that too. Mom goes, oh man. Like he was excited. He didn't say he couldn't. But he did tell me today that the peanut butter was just for boys, which that was a little weird. We had a long talk about that. That but, is really weird. Yes. I know. I was like, where is this coming That's from? That's like, what was, it was really was, what was the logic behind that? Why was the peanut butter only for boys? I don't know. He said something about what it said, which it just says something delight, creamy peanut butter. So I don't really know. I don't know. He can't even read it. <laughs> I'm not sure where this came from. Honestly, I just don't think he wanted to share with his sister because I was getting <laughs> I think that's really what it boils down yes. to. Um, <laughs> all, all misogyny, all misogyny is just rooted in boys uh, not wanting to share with their sisters. That's all yeah. it is. I am, I am also like torn with like asking my kids what they want to be when they grow up, because I think this is like reading probably way too into it. I was like, I'm always like, you know, I don't want them to be have like anxiety about having to be one specific thing mm-hmm. or feel like there's only the only logical job is like a police officer or firefighter you know honestly i think azari wants to be a transformer which he does pretend to be a transformer sometimes that's pretty cool and it's really awesome and i have to send you some videos on that because it's hilarious like he will make the noise and like lay down and, like, well you should so you could cool. probably figure out how to build like they have like little cardboard costumes that like you see people make those where they like 
are the yeah. transformers and they just fold up into the like that's something yeah. you could probably figure out on a rainy afternoon how to build and yeah make. i should do that Actually, i'm looking at hardware boxes right now. i should do something with those um and then the greatest show and that's his other thing right this now. is the greatest show he uh, i have to send you videos on that too he will grab baseball caps because that's all we have and um colored pencils and use it as like his baton and then he has his like his top hat is the uh the hats and he like does a whole dance and everything and then um each song he has to like switch his costume so it's either a hat song or not a hat song and then the song where they're in the bar and he's trying to convince um shoot what's his name i don't know i never saw the movie I will for yeah, before before the next episode. I will watch it and I will give you okay. my review. Well, there's one song where the guys are wearing scarves, and so now that song we have to wear scarves when that song is going. And we listen to the yeah, we have like a whole dance routine. It's pretty. Intense. That's very good. Yeah, Eliana. Yeah. I know she just turned two. Does she have a favorite thing, uh, or does she just kind of like whatever Azrae likes? Kind of whatever he does. He, she does like to wear. Lightning McQueen slippers around. And Make it fashion. We stand. Yeah. And eat dried mangoes and sing songs. Actually, she really likes to sing songs all the time. Like Let It Go, Jingle Bells, ABCs. And this is the greatest show. This is the greatest show. Um, yeah. speaking of babies, I sent you an article that I want to discuss about, oh, yeah. um, so I was listening, I was listening to this podcast called, uh, Story Collider, which is, um, this podcast that are just like these little 10 minute stories, um, by scientists and other people who work in scientific fields or, um, if they don't work in science, they have a story about science. And one person, they were talking about, uh, this thing called... Uh, any um, microchimerism and the concept is basically um, when you're pregnant uh, the cells from uh, the child inside you you're giving the child DNA but um, even after your child leaves your body uh, the child's DNA gets left inside you and it can travel just kind of throughout your body and like go up inside your brain and it changes your brain chemistry um, I might be completely, uh, like, messing that up. And it's, and it's interesting because, like, they tested it and it's like, you know, they'll test women and they'll say, oh, why do you have male DNA in your body? Uh, because you're, you're assumably, like, a cisgendered woman. Um, and it's the, it's like, well, I had a son, and it's you know and it's like it stays in your body for like the rest of your life like they were I was reading this article like they were testing women up into their 90s and it's like well you gave birth to a son you have uh you have your son's DNA up inside your brain that's so cool wow that's really interesting I mean I don't know that make I mean it makes sense that it would I'm just reading a little bit more of this I know. Probably should have actually read the whole thing. Um, yeah, me too. That's okay. <laughs> before we started the podcast. <laughs> now enjoy the next two minutes of silence while me and Gretchen. Yeah, just thought we'd read this real quick. So, hold on. <laughs> um, uh, I just thought it was interesting because, of course, like, I understand the concept of, like, 
you know, the, the actual DNA of, like, the cell and the sperm coming together, like, makes an entirely new being, but I never, uh, I didn't realize, like, the unique DNA that makes you you can go back and, like, stay inside the mother and, like, like, just go throughout her body and throughout her brain and stay there and change her biochemistry. Yeah. So, but there wouldn't be anything other than, like, it wouldn't cause the mom to have any other, like, symptoms or anything. It just is there, right? I, I don't know. I think they're, it's still, like, they're kind of studying it. So they okay. they are studying. So you mean, I think they're studying like the from what I grabbed from the article. They're studying its effects on like autoimmune stuff and on yeah, that's what I was reading too. I was like, huh, uh, was... Alzheimer's and seeing like what effects it has. And I just think it's like yeah, groundbreaking science. Like, I definitely know moms who like you know developed different things after they were pregnant or had their kids, um, especially with the autoimmune disease like that. That's interesting to me because I feel like stuff like that does happen um, where, like, either intolerances or just, like, gut health. I don't know. Different things change. Um, I also wonder, I mean, the mom brain, that is real. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I'm sure after you gave birth to Azariah and after you gave birth to Eliana, people were like, oh, how how has it changed you? And it's usually in a very emotional and like priorities sense and like Mm -hmm. social and cultural relevance. But do you think you changed psychologically and sort of uh, your body's physicalness besides, you know, the literal, like the stuff with like your uterus and a pregnancy body, but you know, going into biochemistry. Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like I have less hair than I used to. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's, that's like hormonal stuff. I feel like changes a lot. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's certain things I feel like I pay attention more now to my body. It's different. Um, I also feel like, I don't know if it goes in like with the maturities, like those that's changed. So I'm like more careful about what I put in my body and like what's going on in my body than I was before, mm-hmm. you know, like just that responsibility changes. Um, so it's hard to tell if like, okay, was it, like, are these new things or are these just things I'm noticing now because I'm actually paying attention? I care about. Yeah. yeah, paying attention a little bit more. Um, but I'm trying to think of anything that's really changed. Well, um, what I find interesting is that, like, this article emphasizes finding boy DNA inside of the mom, but it, does it matter if it's uh, a, a male DNA versus female DNA? Like, Will it be effect? Will you be affected differently if you, you know, because El- some of Eliana's DNA is in you? Hmm. I don't know. I'm not oh. a scientist. Yeah. And what does it like? Yeah. Another thing is like, what does what does DNA do? Because not it wouldn't be like hormones, but it's DNA, right? Those are, that would not be related. Yeah. The, right. the cellular structure that makes Azariah unique to Azariah is yeah. being found present in you. I wonder if that helps you kind of just understand your kids better. Maybe that's just being a mom though, but maybe that goes hand in hand. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, cause you honestly don't, you know your kids the best out of everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that's really interesting. 
Uh, speaking of kids, I actually hear Eliana. She's looking for me now. I'm like, that's all right. You want to bring her in here? She seems, she seems pretty happy right all now. All right. Well, if she starts crying, then. Yeah, I might just leave her for a little bit longer. Maybe talking to herself. Um, Does she talk to she her to herself a lot? Uh, she talks to her stuffed animals. She has, like. An audience? She has poo. Yeah, she has Pua. I think it's Pua from Moana, the little pig. Is it yeah. Pua? Yeah. In there, and then her mama kitty, which is a cat, and a couple other things. And then Azari always gives her a book before her nap, so she's probably like really pretty too. So your mom, which um, means, as we've covered, the only like media you consume is stuff that's like safe for your children to watch. Um, but the Oscars were recent. Did you watch the Oscars? No, I didn't. I didn't. I was I traveling. I think I was visiting my yeah, sisters. Yeah, you were with Kiga. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't watch it. Because we were all together. That would have been fun. Oh, no. I know why. I wasn't at her house yet. I was at my mom's <laughs> house. So there was no way I could have watched it. That's why. It'd yeah. be like that. She's out in the country. Yeah. Farmer. Yeah. So that's kind of I didn't. I didn't watch it, though. Yeah, that's kind of fun. So. Um, did you? But did you, did you watch it? Were you rooting for anything in particular? Yes, I watched them. I live in Los Angeles where <laughs> my course. friends my friends broadcast <laughs> their Oscar watching parties live. And I'm like, man, I really wish I could have gone to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, nah, did you see any know. of the Oscar nominated movies this year? I was trying to think if I had. Or did you just watch Paw Patrol mm. and Greatest Showman? I pretty much just watched Paw Patrol and Greatest Showman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm trying to remember the last movie I actually went and saw in, like, theaters. And, like, I don't even know. Because I watched the, is it SAG Awards? Yes. I did watch that, like, part, bits and pieces of it. So I'm trying to think of what was there. That would have been in the Oscars. Uh, by No Parasite, though. I didn't watch that, but they won an award, I think, at the SAG Awards, too. I think so. I think. I don't know. So, I didn't watch the SAG Awards. Um, it, like, cool, was on cool randomly. Me, I guess. Um, I watched it. Uh, the, so, so, here's the thing. I saw Parasite a few months ago, and I, like, it made me lose my mind. I went insane instantly because it was so good. Um Yeah. And it's, you know, every award it won at the Oscars was well-deserved. And, like, I love Bong Joon-ho now. And I liked I liked his movies before. I had seen Snowpiercer before I saw Parasite. So I knew going into it, it's like, oh, it's going to be a really good movie. Um, but I, I watched the movie, and there were just points during the movie where I was like, huh, 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 uh, just kind of, like, freaking out and, like, leaning forward and, like, grabbing, like, the arm of the person next to me accidentally and, like, turning to him at the end of the movie and being like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I felt the exact same way. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I also – I saw 1917 – um okay which was also very very good i think if it if 1917 hadn't been nominated the same year as parasite it might have won um did you see 1917 okay no i'm just looking at a list here so this is just how my life is right now i only saw part of the irishman <laughs> that's all i've seen 
but I want it You're like foreign fry. I heard that's really good. I love it. I know. I wanted to watch Little Women. I want to watch all these movies. I just um, that's what I like the Marriage Story. That's on Netflix. Marriage though. Story. I, I watch watched that. that one. I it, it 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 didn't really hold a candle for me. Okay. Yes. Like the the acting was very good, but it was just a lot of like being uncomfortable. It was two hours of being uncomfortable as you watched Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver scream and get madder and madder at each other. And it's just like, listen, I can just go back to the Midwest and watch people live their lives. (laughs) And honestly, I've been putting it off because I'm like, okay, I feel like this is going to be a lot of fighting in this movie, like marriage will fighting. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch that right now. Honestly, that's why I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, nobody wants to watch that. Yeah, Um, (laughs) exactly. I can just go back. uh, Oh, I did watch How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Ooh, what'd you think of that one? That was that was good. I did okay, like that. I really, I want to watch that we, one. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, and I watched Toy Story 4. Um, but I like How to Train Your Dragon. We like How to Train Your Dragon here. Ezra is obsessed with dragons, and my kids ruin my life, I'm realizing. I mean, <laughs> that's all. The, we, you were talking about the bond of mother and knowing your child best uh, just a second ago. There, That comes with yeah. a price. Yes, it does. <laughs> you thought you had interests? You don't. You just have your child's interests. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, Pretty soon I'm going to hate getting dressed because that's what my kids love. (laughs) Or they hate hate getting dressed. uh, You should, though, uh, if you want to do a date night, uh, get a babysitter for Eliana and Azariah and go with Kyle to see 1917. Just because it not only is a good movie, and I know, like, Kyle's interest, he likes history and... What, yeah, he would he would like that movie a lot. I think. Okay. Um, it's, yeah. And it's just okay. it's a very beautiful, well made movie. I highly recommend it. Um, I would recommend okay. go see Parasite just because it's like it's one of my new favorite movies. I don't wait. So, is it like a scary movie? It's though? a thriller. Okay. It's a thriller. So if you can handle like an intense spy movie, then you can handle this movie. Yeah, I would say I like. Okay, I say I like I like thrillers. Okay. Um, so go see Parasite. I don't know if it's in theaters anymore. I don't know if 1917's in theaters. You know what? They're both on streaming services, I think. Yeah. Okay. So you don't even have to really do a date night date night. You can just watch it. Just, yeah. Put your kids to bed. Yeah. Um. Is he? No, I don't think he's seen it. Oh, he likes, um, this is like the movies that Benedict Cumberbatch is in. Yes. He's not like a super fan, but he likes the stuff that he's in. What was the one that we watched? Oh, well, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But anyway, there's another movie that Cumber- Cumberbatch is in. But, Doctor okay. Strange. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Nope. It was one. It was a true story. Frankenstein. Oh, nope. It's the one. He's in a play of Frankenstein. Where he. Um, the makes Penguins of Madagascar. No. He makes he makes the computers in World War Two. Oh, I know what you're talking the, about. The it's Adam one word. Curry. It's one word. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, it's like one word. Oh, ouch! <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> uh, video chats are fun when you're recording podcasts. Anyway, that's gonna bug me, but that movie. Um. Yeah. 
I've been really bad about watching actual movies That's okay. besides child I mean, movies. I mean, I wanted to also see a little movie. I want to, I'm trying to see more movies in theaters just because I enjoy. Yeah. I'm like one of the, one of three people left on earth who likes going to movie theaters still. Like I understand the appeal of watching at home, but there's kind of something nice about being in a dark room yes. and it's being all encompassed by a movie and not being distracted by your My- phone or whatever. My dream someday is to have like a little full theater for our kids. Not like anything fancy, but I'm like, you know, like a good couch and a drop down like projector or like paint it, you know, paint the walls. Oh. I've seen these little portable projectors. They're like, I don't know, four inches by four inches or whatever. And they're like $300 though. But these little portable um, projectors, they look so cool. And I would love to get some sort of like movie room for my kids though someday. That's my dream. Nice. That sounds like cool. That's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Movie rooms are the new trios. <laughs> I think about it. Like, they play, like, video games in there, you know, as big of video games. So, we found, you know, our kids are probably going to be into video games, too. And um, oh, So, I was at my docent training at the Getty, and there's kind of the majority of my peers who are also training to be docents, um, the majority of them are baby boomers, and there's a little bit of an un... They, we don't talk about it a whole lot, but, you know, the times when it comes up, a lot of them kind of have this mentality of, like, we need to get kids off their phones and appreciating art, and I... You know, because I'm kind of at the... We're both at the lower end of the millennial range... I do understand the importance of, like, breaking away from your phone, engaging in the so-called real world, but also I'm like, it's not that kids don't appreciate art, they just don't understand what this art is, and even then, they, they, mm-hmm. they do understand it, they just need to be engaging with it in a way that's, uh, you know, interesting to them, and you can use your phone to make them interested in it, so, like... Um, last week I was, uh, on a, doing a session with a group of fifth graders. Uh, so these are like 10 year olds, 10 to 11 year olds. And my veteran docent, she's like, okay, children, come on, let's go. And she's like 80 years old. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, Gucci gang, let's go. Um, and they got very excited and started rapping the Gucci gang lyrics. Um, and one kid, he, he, he sang the lyrics in as far as he included the really bad swear words in them. So I had to like turn around and be like, uh, mm, mm, mm. uh I was like, I will, I will give you an inch, but you cannot take a mile. Um, yes. uh, but then like I turned around later and I hit the whoa, which is like a little, you know, that dance move. Yep, yep. And oh. they, they got very excited and like I did some dabbing and like. You know, I was in my element. And one little girl, she was like, Miss, do you have TikTok? And I was like, I don't have TikTok. She's like, well, you should get one. Um, (laughs) But it's, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, I've never been interested in having a TikTok before. But it's like, ah, I can get these kids because, you know, I – the the kids became very interested when I became, started talking about art because I was speaking a language they understood, which was, you know, pop culture and mm-hmm. um, X, Y, Z. And it's like, okay, if I can get these kids to engage with, you know, this hundreds of year old artwork, because it's like, I remember being that age and I thought it, stuff like that was interesting, but it didn't hold my attention for very long. Not nearly as much as, say, Pokemon did or uh, my Nintendo 64, uh, or my Game Boy. Yeah. So it's, you know, you gotta, 
it's 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 an ongoing argument of do we try to build kids to make them engage with things they normally wouldn't engage with and try to get them to expand their sort of intellectual horizons or do we meet them on their level so they're more likely to engage with it more because it's put through a lens that they speak i know that's so hard because even kyle and i were like do we get a you know tablet or something for the kids which we decided not not to yet because we know that like yeah they're still really little and we know that like our future and a lot of their future is going to be more tech based, you know? So I don't think it's always like a bad thing for them to have those things, but there has to be some sort of balance. And that's where, yeah, it's hard to find that balance. And like you said, like, is it better for us to go to them? I'm, or vice versa. I, don't know. I think our generation, kind of this mid millennial, when we kind of entered into this world where it's like, you need to have tech to function in society. I think mm-hmm. our generation, we don't really have that balance quite yet. And that's one of the reasons why we're struggling. We have all these mental health issues and stuff. Like, it, there's definitely yeah. a correlation with social media consumption and technology use and mental health. Um, I'm optimistic, though, that kind of younger Gen Z and going into Eliana and Azariah's generation, are they also Gen Z or are they a different generation? I think they're a different. I actually have no I idea. I think they're a different generation, but going into their generation, they're going to figure out that balance. Yeah, because um, yeah, because I see it. Because I think for us, it was like new and excited, and we kind of came obsessed with it. But for them, it's like normal to have those things around. And with know? normalcy, there's going to yeah. It's kind of like when cars were first invented. It's like you didn't have seat belts, you didn't have windshield yeah. wipers. It's like you had this cool piece of technology that helped a lot, but a lot of people died, and it was like. <laughs> not improving and yeah so i think (laughs) i was gonna go with more like the telephone but i like the car thing too well i mean i think it is a good analogy because there are a lot of people suffering with the boom of technology and social media but i think it'll be the younger the younger the kind of the third stage of gen z kids and eliana and azariah's generation that's gonna be like uh yeah, we implanted chips into phones so that they instantly shut off after a certain amount of yeah. time of the day because th- we're going to pass a government bill that's going to prevent, you know, companies from doing X, Y, Z so that society yeah. can function again. I heard something about, um, I almost said silicone, Silicon Valley, <laughs> um, that there was some contract that parents had to sign there as far as um, device usage for their kids. And that's like, that's really all I heard. But I want to look into that a little bit more. That can be the next week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about it a little bit more. Something about some contract that like the kids could only be on devices so long or something, but it's weird that they would even. Like that's kind of a personal choice. Hmm. I'll look into that a little bit more. We'll discuss uh, phone regulation. Are we going to have a special guest? It's been, I don't think we had a special guest in our last episode. Yeah. Um, I'm asking you, is Eliana (laughs) coming into the room right now? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I heard it sound like a rainmaker downstairs and I don't have one of those stories. So let me go see what's going on. Okay, I mean, do you want to, we're, we're coming up on 47 minutes, so do you just want to end it? Oh, yeah, we could probably end this. We could probably end this. It's probably a good idea.
So. Okay. Um, okay. Well, we'll talk about that next time. All right. Yeah. And hopefully we will have, we won't have as big of a gap between episodes. episodes. Yeah. Sorry. It's been like so. a month. We, in our defense, we record another episode, but the audio recording was messed up, so I didn't want to post it. We tried, but yeah, sicknesses, and then our computers were sick, and then our bodies were sick, and then. And in the end, it doesn't, okay, matter. (laughs) Hey, tits out for now. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye.